Greetings, everyone. While it's not the last Sunday of November or even the calendar year, we arrive today at the last Sunday of our church year. It's the solemnity of Christ, the King of the universe. It really is a most beautiful day, this last Sunday of the church year, certainly significant in its power and in its beauty. The church on this last day of the year brings us to the last scene of Jesus' life, Calvary. And as strange as it might sound, there is a startling similarity between this last scene of his life and the first scene, his birth. Consider the following. Jesus was naked and vulnerable in both Calvary and Bethlehem. His mother Mary was there. He was placed on a piece of wood. He attracted the poor, the outcasts, the shepherds, the lowly. Overhead of him in Bethlehem was a sign of a star. Here on Calvary, the sign that read, Jesus, the King of the Jews. In Bethlehem, angels announced the birth of the Savior. And here at Calvary, it's the Savior announcing the birth of heaven to this first one to enter heaven, this so-called good thief. This day you will be with me in paradise. The image of Bethlehem and Calvary are strangely alike. And both are so very beautiful. And this scene of Calvary is the scene of God's perfect love, of the self-gift of himself, of his blood and his flesh for us. This is the font of mercy, the sign of our Christian faith. It is a most important scene. It's also totally Lucan. You see, over this past year of the church, we have been reading from St. Luke's Gospel. And that Gospel has given us so many unique events. Today's Gospel is one of them. This is not found. This story of the good thief is not found in any other Gospel. Luke gave us the Christmas story according to Mary. More miracles of Jesus in Luke than any other gospel. It's the gospel of all the nations, the Gentiles. Jesus' love is for all. And his mercy is particularly seen for those who are poor. Luke gave us the prodigal son, the good Samaritan. All of this is the good news that we've heard throughout the year. Good news for everyone, but particularly for those who receive it. And who are they? The humble. And today we see that humility on display once again in this last scene. The humility of this good thief. The invitation is there to receive his mercy But in the good thief, we see again how that mercy is received, how that invitation 
of Jesus is accepted. We, in the tradition, call this good thief Dismas. And we hear it in his voice. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He desires it. He accepts. He believes. We also hear the voice of the other thief. His name is considered to be Justice. And it sounds like the scribes and the priests and perhaps us sometimes. It's not Jesus, remember me, but it's if you are, if you are the Son of God, aren't you the Son of God? Certainly, it's a voice that's familiar in our own day. As so many people question God and Jesus, write them off and challenge them. And yet the answer of the humble, the answer of the faithful, is always the same. Yes, you are. It's interesting, that was the answer that Mary gave in Luke's Gospel when Jesus was conceived. Fiat. Yes, I believe. It's kind of interesting, too, that the Feast of St. Dismas is celebrated on March 25th. That's the very day in which we celebrate the Annunciation. We celebrate Mary's yes. Yes, you are the Son of God. As I was praying that earlier, I was thinking to myself, yes, you are. It sounds like Yeshua, the Aramaic name of Jesus. What does our voice sound like? What does our voice say? In the course of our life, in the course of this past year, how many times did we ask, if you are, instead of, yes, you are? Something to consider. The yes, you are, the act of faith, is an act of humility. And as we pray for God's kingdom to come, as we recognize his kingship, the only way we enter into that kingdom is through humility. The only way Jesus Christ can ever reign over us is if we become little. Remember me, Lord. And he remembered. Humility is the key. Allowing ourselves to be small, to have God reign over us, is the key to his kingdom. Faith and repentance. I just want to close with another word. Of course, in the Christmas story, we meet the kings. And the kings are humble. They bend their knee and they worship. Oftentimes, in the depiction of the evil one, the devil does not have any knees. In Bethlehem and Calvary, we see a bending down. In Bethlehem, when you visit Bethlehem today, you literally have to bend down to get into that church humble ourselves, remembering that he lowered himself. 
The devil doesn't lower himself. He has no knees. He said, I will not serve. My friends, you and I have knees. And if you remember on Calvary, they did not break the knees of Jesus. And what a beautiful way it would be, if not just in our words, in our act of faith, in our yes to the Lord, what a beautiful act it would be if we were to incarnate that yes in our bodies, to use our knees and to bend them before Almighty God. I remember Denzel Washington, a commencement address that he gave, which is on YouTube, he told the kids, the graduates, to every night make sure you push your shoes under your bed so that when you wake up in the morning, you find yourself on your knees. My friends, as we celebrate Christ, the King of the universe, and as we profess him to be so, let us live in his kingdom, saying, yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, you are king. And let us bend ourselves, bow in worship. God be with you.